0: Talking conge. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the uh, Heifer Brew Podcast. Empty your queue. I was uh, stuck there in my brain on the Heifer Brew Podcast, but you know it's empty your queue. I really do. I really do. We're talking conge today. We're talking conge one and two. That's the conjuring number one and number two. Um, We're talking possession. We're talking ghosts. We're talking demons. We're talking. We're talking talk. We're talkity talk talking. So, anyways um <laughs> that was what a roll! i don't uh, wow coming in What an hot. intro coming in hot what an intro so really there's i'm just lot. trying to give this some pizzazz all right yeah because talking
1: about two okay? demon possession movies aren't gonna i'm just be trying to give it some enough. pizzazzy i
0: don't i think we're good on pizzazz i don't think we are i think we gotta liven it up like i've noticed you know you're listening you're like you listen to all these other podcasts the successful podcasts. And there's always like the zany guy doing it up, getting crazy, saying stuff like talkity, talk, 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 talk. And, you know, and then there's like the straight man who, like, he asks the questions. He's doing the research and doing the important stuff, you know? It's the same dynamic we got going, baby, you know? I know. So, and usually they start off with them talking about, like, their lives and their day and stuff. So should we, like, do that before we get into the conjuring? Or do we just want to talk about.
1: No, I the figure. Conjuring? I figure, you know, since we strive for, like,. 20, 30 minute episodes going off <laughs> of these movies, a little, little like 15 minute detour into our lives. This might not be the spot.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I uh, just, I just wanted to know. No, that's just, fair. it's just cause I, yeah, I just noticing these things on other podcasts. I'm like, let's steal this stuff. That's fair. No, yeah. that's, we, we have other want, stuff. do can... people want to know about us? I mean Isn't that what, there's other podcasts we have a couple others we have
1: you know replay value a little more in depth on video games and that's fair and our preferences and we have the the half a brew podcast the sports one which is that uh just started that it's just started but it'll probably be a little more tied into like our fandoms and stuff yeah. about us well,
0: it's just me <laughs> talking about comic books and video games which could just be replay value it's
1: yeah exactly it's just what you know hell yeah uh so the conjuring let's
0: get it on
1: <laughs> the conjuring uh one and two uh two of the most like successful horror movies in recent of years of all time. Yeah, of Honestly, all time really. Like
0: these are these are two movies that like didn't really reinvent the wheel, but for some reason like just captivated everyone.
1: Well that's that's the thing too. Cause so the Conjuring One was successful enough that it spawned like a, its own six movie universe. Yeah. That is now going you've got to be three
0: Annabelle movies, the nun La Llorona and uh, Two Conjurings. Two Conjurings. Oh, so we're counting those. With a the... with
1: a third conjuring on the way Yeah. and another spin off movie based yeah. on a character from Conjuring Two. Okay. And for whatever reason, while other like things have struggled with this connected universe type. Universal
0: of thing, Studios and their monster movies that they DC try. to an extent yeah, with they, their yeah, movie. Like, yeah, the for whatever and... reason,
1: the conjuring is like the third most successful franchise to do this, yeah, outside to build of build a universe, of... Fast and the Furious and Marvel.
0: Oh, I was gonna say the Vusc universe from Kevin Smith, but okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe fourth. I mean, because that's like Clerks, Small Rats, Dogma, Clerks Two, Jane loves- and Silent Bob Strike Back, Jane and Silent Bob Reboot, Jane and Silent Bob Reboot, Chasing Amy, and uh
1: Zach and Mary make a porno.
0: That actually doesn't fall in the VS universe. Because there's no movies Cop or out. anything like that. Nope. I know. I'm kidding. Uh, so, clerks two, Red State. No. Nah.
1: Um, let's let's uh, yeah. Let's dive in. I guess Conjuring one. Wh- I remember when it came out.
0: So I feel like we'll, we'll get through the Conjuring one pretty quickly because Conjuring one is, Conjuring one is like pretty cut and dry, and it doesn't really shit doesn't get on and popping until the second one. Like, the second one really put shit into Overdrive. Well, I don't know. And it's like, let's fucking party.
1: There's a couple things. So I remember Conjuring 1 came out. I was working at the movie theater in our town. And me and you... Oh, now you want to fucking talk about yourself? Me and you (laughs) and our friends went and saw it, like, the opening weekend.
0: Yes, we did. We did. I hated it.
1: I did, too. And the reason we went and saw it was because all the advertisements leading up to its release were like,
0: spooky town this USA. is the
1: scariest movie that's come out in the last 15 i years. think it
0: said like since the exorcist yeah
1: i think they probably said the scariest movie since the exorcist yeah. and there was all the reviews that were like terrifying and they had like the trailers that they would do where they had like the infrared cameras in the auditorium oh and everyone like, the Night like, vision oh camera. yeah and everyone screams and covers yeah. their eyes and stuff. it was like yeah. that and so like the hype around this it's like movie, paranormal
0: activity when they did that when that came out exactly because yeah.
1: so many people were like I think this movie was rated R, but I I, no, I shouldn't say I think I know this movie was rated R for sheer terror. Yeah. Like the ratings board so I thought said, it was
0: rated PG-13 for some reason. But the
1: ratings board was like, you can't PG-13 it because it's too, it's too scary. spooky dookie. So, of course, us and our friends, we were like, oh, shit. Well, let's go. Let's go see this the scary, is... the scariest movie in the last 40 years, I guess. If I
0: were a high school, I legally couldn't see this.
1: Exactly. Like If I was in 11th grade right now, I'd have to try to sneak in. Let me tell you, people did try to sneak in. That was a big problem oh, at the yeah, theater. Oh yeah,
0: because you worked at the theater. <laughs>
1: it was a very big problem. Because Now
0: we have to hear about you working at the theater.
1: Oh, just for some context. It's not like I'm delving into my life's history. Okay. So, what I remember most about Conjuring One, aside from being overly pretty, dis- like overall pretty disappointed, because it didn't really, like, break any new ground. It kind of just refined things from. Old haunted house movies and old possession movies like The Exorcist and Poltergeist and stuff.
0: It is very uh, in the vein of and it's very – it copies. It's not – It's as I said, it's not reinventing the wheel.
1: It's the perfect, like, throwback to those 70s and 80s horror movies. Yeah,
0: and the the element of it that I think captivated people is the historical element in the fact that the Warrens are real. Right. And that – They have always sold these things as real. Now, I don't know if you want to get into that stuff um, because it's very, they have been debunked over and over again. A lot of these stories that they have claimed about these possessions and everything um, could have just been because this was in the 70s. The
1: Warrens wouldn't lie to us.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. This is like the 60s and 70s, and obviously mental health conditions and things like that. Yeah, that's the big. Like actually, there weren't the doctors sucked psychologists but yeah, right? like it was this is the beginning of those things. It's not that they suck so much, but they just didn't know, and it was hey, this mom snapped and tried to kill her kids. It was an unfortunate time for mental for demon. mental health issues, yeah, um, yeah,
1: so what but, but the thing I remember most because there was a couple parts in conjuring one that like every time I've watched it scare the absolute shit out of me and well really it's one it's one part clappy hands no clappy hands is cool it's very well done
0: up and the girls at the top of the thing yes yeah every time really
1: oh my god i know it's coming too yeah yeah
0: that is that's probably the creepiest the clap hand scene to me is a little creepier i know it was in the preview i
1: think it's creepier but it's not as like sudden and shocking yeah because like, I don't know if maybe it's because it was in the in the previews. like but. the visual
0: of the hands clapping is kind of lame. But at the same time, is pretty like it's kind of cool how it comes from the shadows. Definitely and claps next to her head and she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and it, the the girl at the top of the cabinet though, that or the dresser shirt. or whatever it is, the wardrobe or the, the dra- wardrobe, yeah, yeah something. Yeah. It's a wardrobe. I
1: think it's a wardrobe Yeah, so that that gets me every time watching this back. I tried to watch both back so we could talk about these, but uh,
0: bitch ass HBO. HBO
1: took conjuring one off in the middle of me watching it
0: yeah he watched it and then he like turned it off like oh i'll come back to this it'll still be here i'll come back
1: to it tomorrow nope because i was like i gotta finish something else i'll go i'll be back to this and i didn't get back to it that night i went to watch it the next day and it was gone it was out of my recently watched it was out of my continue watched i searched for it out of your life couldn't find it anywhere and i was like all right well i guess we're on to conjuring two now but uh conjuring one it like it's so many poor
0: decisions. Oh, from the get go. So yeah, I think I think what you're gonna get at is that they didn't leave in the beginning.
1: No, because I know what you're gonna say is that they tell them that the the it demon attaches to them. Yeah, which is funny because that's the whole premise of Insidious, which is another James Wan movie that's had three sequels. And it seems kind of oh, like yeah. like I remember when this when the. The first Conjuring came out. I thought it had to do with Insidious. Like I thought they were all just connected. Was that
0: his? Did he do Insidious before?
1: I believe Insidious was oh eight or 09, and then The Conjuring was twenty thirteen. Because Insidious
0: is another one where it's like you're you're chugging along and it's doing pretty well, and then the last like twenty minutes you're like what? Insidious is
1: twenty ten. Okay. Conjuring's twenty thirteen okay i and insidious 2 was uh 2013 as well
0: so he tried to get insidious going first
1: which is funny because that means the sequel to insidious and the conjuring both came out in the same year so to me it was like this all has to be related somehow because it's james wan and he's seems to be trying to do his own thing but there's a lot of similarities where it's like it's like okay now the demon's gonna follow you it's not tied to the house you've let it out and now it's bonded to you yeah here's the crazy spooky demons that pop out when you're at least expecting it
0: yo i'm gonna be honest with you i didn't know these other insidiouses came out
1: <laughs> yeah i saw there's one i think called the last key yeah saw that one um that's
0: the fourth one i think
1: there's a th- there's a prequel one, too, in there somewhere, I think.
0: It's Insidious, Insidious Chapter 2, Insidious Chapter 3, and Insidious The Last Key.
1: I think one of them is a prequel.
0: That's probably but, three.
1: But, um yeah, so I was really confused because this had a lot of the same elements of that first Insidious movie, um which was cool. Except for
0: them going into the spirit world.
1: Yeah, I'm glad they, <laughs> they kept that out for the most part, other than, like, Lorraine's vision sequences.
0: Oh, yeah, never mind. They do go, yeah.
1: But, no, my issue with the first one is, like, the logic behind, like, so, like, things get on and popping the first night. So, this family moves into this barn house is how it all starts. And they are messing around, playing around. The kids are playing and horsing around, and someone hides in a closet, and they find, like, a boarded-up Wall, and they're like, it's "What is the, this?" It's the cellar. It's and, the yeah, stair. It's like a closet leading to the cellar. It's like the, the the yeah the staircase to the cellar, and the the husband Ron Livingston.
0: Like essentially, the 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 entryway to the cellar was boarded up and turned into a closet. It was
1: like stoned up, boarded yeah. up, and turned into a closet. Yeah, and he like stands in the closet and knocks this wall out and looks in, and like it's just like you can tell just pure evil instantly. And he leans in and he's like extra square footage. Yeah. All right. And like the first night or two, like a bunch of birds. Ron
0: Livingston is a fucking dweeb in this movie and it's the best. He's very like. <laughs> he's useless. He's not, absolutely useless not the, the whole Not the dad thing. I would want he, he in is the just, middle of it. Like he's, he's so useless. He's
1: also gone like 80% of the time. Because he's, he's a, a trucker. Truck yeah,
0: he's a trucker. Uh, but, but he is like absolutely so out of his element.
1: But if I found my like dead dog and then a bunch of Birds flew into my house and then I noticed that every clock stopped at 307. That is enough weird occurrences for me to be like, okay, something is seriously wrong here and I'm going to leave now. Yeah. And then like it's okay if I find out later that the spirits attached to me and I'm like, all right, well I guess we'll deal with this now. But it's like I'm gonna take care of these issues as they come to me. And those things happening on the first, like, night or two combined... The like,
0: mutilated dog is the first thing, right? That's
1: the first thing they find. They notice the clocks all stopped. Yes. Then they go looking for the dog and oh, find no, it. Oh, no,
0: because the clocks stop the first night. Yes. And then, then they find the dog the next night. Yes.
1: And then the birds fly in. Yes. And then the clappy hands. And then the weird sounds. And then, like, a door closes and a dresser gets pulled. Like, there's a lot of stuff like that that, like, is... I guess scary in concept, but it's not like the terror that I think that was advertised to audiences.
0: Yeah, no, this, the terror, I would say once it gets to more of the physical stuff, like when the daughter gets dragged across the fucking room, and yeah, her getting into thrown a, across the room yeah. is an
1: unexpected moment. That's that, where
0: you're like, Oh shit. And then when the mom gets possessed in the end,
1: there was a moment watching it too, where I was like, okay, this, I really believe that, Maybe, like, one of these kids could die right now. Like, I could see this being, like, the type of movie where...
0: You definitely think possessed mom who's out to kill her her children is like... She's icing at least one of these kids. And I was like... Like, for sure. I
1: was surprised because normally watching movies like that, I would have no... I'd be like, eh, okay.
0: I re-watching it... So, I didn't like this movie when it came out. And I do like it now, like, just watching it. Mm -hmm. I guess being older and just kind of not caring as much.
1: Well, it's also, too, like, being so removed from the hype. Yeah, yeah. Even though somehow, like to say removed from the hype, even though it spawned like six other movies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But but. being
0: removed from that initial hype of this is the scariest thing you'll ever see. And I really do hate when films do that shit. Cause it's like, like, I don't know. Hereditary didn't do that, but honestly, hereditary is probably the most terrifying. Like the way that shot and certain jump scares in that. Right. Are so impactful because you really, you, you can see them coming, but the, Te- the terror and dread of knowing where that's coming from is more terrifying than the actual jump scare. Then just the thing is like suddenly on the her, dresser. Like th- in that movie, there's a point where Tony Collette is like in a corner, and you can see the outline of her, and you can't make out if it is her or not. And then she drops from the fucking ceiling above his bed when the- she chases him down. Mm-hmm. If you remember that scene, I do. Yeah, yeah. That dude. That was just genuinely horrifying like i was like oh god don't oh god like no 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 but this the first one i like it was advertised as this horrifying thing and i was like okay these are run-of-the-mill jump scares like that oh cool a possession and you know you think this movie the entire time is just a ghost story and then it turns into a possession movie and a really like religious like themed yeah exorcism it incorporates a lot
1: of like Faith. The Warrens' faith into it, yeah. And like how they kind of
0: used that, because like that's the only way, I guess, you can fight demonic power. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it does. And then the like, I've, a touch that I really
1: liked in both of these movies is that the Warrens are always like, we have to ask the church, like we have to ask the Vatican, or we have to, yeah, like, we have to get permission. But that's to do also this.
0: that's also used to make them seem like the cop that doesn't play by the rules yeah some because like it there they are like oh we really got to make sure and then he's the like, vatican is in on this and then shit hits the fan they're like oh well there's no time there's no time <laughs> now for go. the vatican because this is like 1973 1972 yeah they're not just so yeah the yeah it's like they call the vatican and shoot him a text message yeah like, hey <laughs> Uh, but yeah,
1: so this to one... To write a fucking letter. <laughs> it's got some solid jump scares. It's creepy. It's it's unsettling to watch at night. Like, I still get why it's effective. I get why it's popular. But when they started, like, doing sequels, like, they did the Annabelle sequels. They did all that. And it kind of, like, veered more into, like, more traditional. Like, here's some jump scares. Here's some brutal shit. Here's... yeah. Like, they kind of were like, let's give the people now. Let's turn it up a bit. But The Conjuring always kind of stayed like the the more throwback type of a movie.
0: Yeah, these this has a real appeal of the Amityville horror. Right. Or um oh crap. What's another one from back in the day that I'm just totally crapping out on.
1: The Exorcist or the Yeah, well yeah I mean it has <laughs>
0: the elements of the Exorcist, but I'm just talking about like haunted house movie Oh poltergeist. Yeah that's Pol- I can't believe I forgot Poltergeist. Um Amityville Horror, Poltergeist and Exactly uh, Um House on Haunted Hill. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a classic. That's yeah. all on its own. Jeffrey Rush classic. A Tay Diggs classic. A Tay Diggs
1: classic. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Catan masterpiece.
0: Yes, that there just keep it at that one.
1: Um <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like this
0: It harkens back to the old school horror formula like formulaic And because I was shit. I was
1: disappointed with this one. I pretty much steered clear of all of the movies that came out of the shared universe, so like watching Conjuring two to record this was the first time I had seen it. Oh, okay. And I was like, all right, this will just be kind of more of the same. So like, Conjuring two is like if you took the first one and, and just you turned turn that it up, motherfucker, up to eleven, <laughs> and you just like cranked it up, yeah, because you get. A lot of the same
0: oh it's the same movie it's the same goddamn yeah, you get movie 100
1: tropes and the same things. yeah but like
0: except it's the daughter that's possessed at the end of it as opposed to the mother
1: the, but they unleash so much more to it yeah like, it's not just like hey this person got thrown across a room it's like hey this person got thrown across a room and now the crooked man's in here chasing you and now this is happening yeah Bill withers is in his chair and now he's at the TV now he's screaming and it's like relentless. Yes. there's like a stretch in this movie where it's just like if I was this family, I would just be exhausted. So
0: this one, de- yeah, this one definitely goes for a lot more scares and spookiness and all like it's it's a mile a minute of spooky Which is funny because scares and shit.
1: James Wan is a like like he produced Insidious, he did the or he made Insidious and did say, but he did these, he did the Saw, I think the first Saw movie at least. Yeah, and that was it was him and the, uh, the and other Lee Whannell. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like their whole their whole everything is kind of like on being those dudes that come out with intense hard hit it like and like that was kind of something that I felt like the first conjuring was missing. Like even James Wan did Aquaman and even Aquaman had that sequence with the trench. Yeah. And like that's pretty like for being like a PG thirteen superhero movie, that shit came out of left field. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is intense as hell. Like, I remember. And yeah, I that was, like, was
0: pretty. It's a tense scene, especially like you're like, Aquaman literally can breathe underwater and swim really fast. And you're like, oh, God, he's going to drown. He's gonna what is going to die. Yeah. Like, oh, no. And like that type of <laughs> t- fucking Aquaman. <laughs> that type
1: of tension and stuff, I just didn't feel it the same in the first Conjuring, especially watching it back.
0: You get it. At, okay. So you get it at the end when the mom gets possessed. And right. as soon as she breaks that chair and grabs a knife and is like, I'm killing my fucking kids and you can't stop me. That's where, like, if she gets in the walls <laughs> that, and is yeah. chasing around the kid, like, that's where you're like, okay, this is, I, this is some tension here that I can, this is palpable shit.
1: But two definitely feels like they read a lot of the notes at like the yes. screenings, yeah. That were like, hey, let's just let's it's a little little quicker,
0: yeah. Because like, even it though start- it's longer,
1: yeah. When I saw that this was a two and a half hour movie, I was like, what. <laughs> what are we doing here? Because Conjuring One is like two hours as well,
0: but I was it's, like, no, that it's like an hour fifty.
1: And I was like, what could we need like
0: thirty more minutes? And you get the <laughs> and it's, it's okay. It's it turns so it starts with for a reason.
1: It starts with the Amityville horror. You house. get
0: two ghosts, double ghosts. No, the Am- Okay, yeah. So it starts with Amityville. So It starts with like a 15, 20 minute prelude because they were brought to Amityville, and I believe it was them who reported it back in the day that brought upon the book and the movie mm-hmm. was the Warrens' investigation into Amityville.
1: So they do that, and it starts with that, and you get this really cool, creepy prelude where she, where Lorraine Warren, who's uh, Vera Farmiga, is like going through the house, and they hold like, a seance. She gets possessed. Mm-hmm. She has a vision where she kind of starts to see what happened the night everyone died because she's trying to figure out
0: because the was, hauntings have started at, at Amity.
1: yeah they're home. like we got to figure out if this was a haunting or if this was just straight murder like what happened here yeah and so she's looking to see if there's any ghosts she gets pulled into this vision and she's going like from room to room as the the guy i don't remember the guy's name i, I don't from remember the original murders yeah. yeah she's like in his body basically going through his motions because they have that yeah. shot of the mirror where it's his face in the mirror and her walking through the hall. Yeah. And, like, you see, like, she'll go into a room and be, like, pantomime on shotgun. Yeah,
0: pantomime cocking the gun. And
1: and then she shoots, like, the kids and she, she shoots yeah, the wife. Yeah, starts shooting she the shoots, wife. Yeah.
0: Then shoots, like, the eldest kid and then shoots, like, the two youngest kids in and the And it
1: doesn't, like, pull back on the violence in that. Like, it was, I was kind of surprised. It does, yeah,
0: it does. It does. It's not that it pulls back, but it's just, like, it's uh flashes gruesome.
1: yeah it's just flashes of their bodies yeah basically
0: and like you see the blood spatter like when the bullet is supposed to impact but you don't like see the bullet impact you just see like where the blood right brain it's a little more it's go. a little more arty yeah
1: than like a straight like visceral horror would be but yeah. like i don't know that was more effective for me i was like oh that's cool okay that's something kind of different and uh from there they get summoned to london so but I guess I should say she keeps having visions of Ed Patrick it, Wilson dying.
0: Yeah, and she also sees the nun. She sees the nun in um in the in Amityville.
1: She gets yeah. She gets led down to the basement by the spirit of one of the kids. Yeah, and she's like, "What's going on?" And then she has a vision of Patrick Wilson getting impaled by something, and this demonic-looking nun watching yeah. everything. Yeah, and she's like rattled. And they're like, "All right, well, I guess we got to go to the next investigation." Let's keep it moving. And then the Conjuring one happens. Years pass from that. And they get called to this case now, which is in uh, in England.
0: Oh, so, so is that how it plays out? Is that that's happening before?
1: Yeah, the idea is she's had these visions for years.
0: Oh, okay. And has been
1: unsure what they meant. Okay. So then they go, because the Conjuring one, I think, was like 1971 Okay, and then two is set in 1973.
0: Oh, okay. So I okay. believe
1: it's that she, they have the Amityville experience. She has the vision, and it kind of like sticks with her, and she's like, "Well, shit, let's." Okay. It's not good, and so they get called to London to go check out this house where this girl is possessed.
0: Swinging London. She's she's
1: possessed, and oh, I
0: am a little bit possessed,
1: <laughs> and it's uh, it's a single I've mom, got a bit
0: of a demon in me,
1: whose husband has just left. Yes. She has like four kids. Four
0: daughters. No, there's right? a son. Is there's, there a son? I think it's
1: three daughters and a son. Is it? Or it's two daughters and one son.
0: No, she has like four kids.
1: I think it's three daughters and a son. Yeah. Um, but
0: Oh, yeah, because the son is the one that has the, the mobile.
1: Yeah, he's got the, the crooked man mobile. He's yeah. got the tent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... One of the girls is possessed, basically, is acting possessed. Yeah. And what I like is it kind of, like, straight out of the gate, they get into everything. Like, there's not a lot of pussyfooting around. There's not a lot of, like...
0: No, because she's been all sorts of possessed before they even get there. And so they... Yeah. So they...
1: You get, like, glimpses of that and what's happening. Oh,
0: because... Oh, they call the police. It's not that she's possessed, but things are happening at the house. Again, of course. That are spooky. And they call a neighbor over and they're like, oh, we don't fucking believe you. And then some spooky shit happens when the neighbor's over. And then well, then they, they
1: invite him to their house. The neighbors do. Yeah. And then spooky stuff happens at the neighbor's house. And yes. the neighbor's like, yo, oh, what okay. the fuck? And we then should. they call
0: the police and the police see it. And the police are like, yo, we can't just shoot a ghost. So, so, so they're
1: like, let's get <laughs> the British equivalent of the warrens over here yeah and then the british people are like let's get the warrens over here yeah because
0: we're skeptical about this because the british warrens are like seemingly trying to prove the paranormal wrong whereas the warrens are like trying to prove it right and like yeah beat it with god they're kind of
1: like hey we think they're doing this for attention and the mom's putting their up the daughter up to it and it's funny because like so many weird things happen in such a short amount of time that when the when the big scene comes where, like, it looks like the daughter has been faking everything. Yeah. And the Warrens are like, all right, well, there's nothing else we can do.
0: Yep. Church the Church is, sees this. It's over. It's
1: over. So. So what the fuck? But it's like you've just watched all of this stuff happen. yourself. So, like that. I was a little annoyed at that because literally five minutes before that happens where they're like, if the church sees it. That's it. He's literally, like, pulling the mom out of the, the flood in the basement where oh, Bill Withers where... is biting her arm and, yeah. like, pulling her down. Yeah. And he finds, like, a denture in the water. Yes. And he's like, huh. And then five minutes later, he's like, well, there's nothing paranormal here, yeah, I guess. <laughs> nothing ha-
0: oh, it's all been faked.
1: So we got to go. <laughs> and it's like, you guys have dedicated your whole lives to helping this. And Oh, not only that, the but the, the cop has
0: something happen to him and – when they're filming stuff, when they have the filming and the recording and the the infrared cameras or whatever, like there's so many things paranormal that happen. I do. It's like provable. And like,
1: I could understand the first conjuring using this as a subplot where it's like, Hey, maybe they're faking this. Yeah, because that's like a lot of like here's a loud noise, here's yeah. a dresser door slamming. Yeah, and then maybe
0: the daughter getting yanked across the room is where they're really con- like, oh like, hey.
1: The Conjuring One is so is so many doors just suddenly closing. Yeah, or opening,
0: or a dresser sliding across the room, or just moves a bit. Yeah, yeah.
1: It, it's weird, but like yeah, so Conjuring Two takes the paranormal events and just cranks it. To where I don't understand how, if it's their, like, life's work is dedicated to this. Like, then they could just be like...
0: They're just up like, ah, no. It's it's just fake. Sorry, this see This is fake.
1: And then from there, it, like, it's a shame. Because up until this point, this was a genuinely creepy movie. And I was like, it was pretty, pretty, pretty wild, pretty cool. There was a couple points, like, I think I told you. Bill Withers, when she first starts to experience... When the daughter first starts to experience, like, issues and, like, paranormal things... She keeps hearing like an old man voice, and there's yeah. that great scene where she's like possessed by him, being yes. interviewed by the TV people. Yeah. She, oh, I'm Bill oh, Withers. With and it's just this poor little girl's <laughs> body.
0: Yeah, it's just this little girl that's like, oh, I'm Bill Withers. This and is you're my, in my house. Chair. Yeah, you're in my house. Yeah. He, uh, now he's like Aussie.
1: He appears to her. He pops out from behind the TV.
0: Yeah. In my house. Yeah. And
1: I remember that got me because I wasn't like, I was like, it's lo-
0: it comes out of nowhere and it's really loud. It's so loud. It's so fucking loud. It's booming. Like even when you have your TV down, that is, it's, it just pierces through.
1: And I was like, Oh God. But then like I was disappointed with the crooked man. Because it looked very fake compared yeah. to everything else.
0: Yeah, and it like it's kind of creepy in its appearance, but it's very much Slender Man with a the way they did a it, funny hat on. I
1: really enjoyed like here's you watch the carousel and the viewfinder like in the little toy. Yeah, and then he just disappears. Like I thought that was really cool, but it yeah I was like I'm not scared of this thing. There's that weird part where uh, she encounters him because he's folded up next to the door. Oh. And she's like looking out the door, and he like comes up and like she yeah. starts running the other way. And it just looks so weird to me. Uh, this,
0: because a lot of it, it's not practical effects, but a lot of it isn't dabbling in that ridiculous over the top.
1: Well, because a lot of it is is also too simple, like haunted house stuff. And then like yeah. makeup like, on a couple actors to like make before them look.
0: For that, the most ridiculous thing is the painting coming after her.
1: Which is still pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Because like she sees the shadow of the nun
1: walk into the painting.
0: Yeah. Which was also funny. I forgot. And then to... the hands come around and then it bursts yeah. out at her.
1: I forgot to mention that Patrick Wilson just paints the nun.
0: Yeah, he just randomly <laughs> painted he's just <laughs> he's... like, I woke up this morning and I I had a vision and I just had to draw it. And it's and literally looks, this demonic it's... looking nun.
1: And she's like that's the thing that she doesn't tell him that's the thing i saw in my day in my fantasy that kills you yeah but she's like what yeah okay but it's like one point where she's straight up like can we just go home and stop hunting ghosts now because this is really this is not lining up good for you right now ed (laughs) she's like hey
0: i've been i've seen this and you end up with a tree stump bursting through your chest.
1: That's the other thing is like as she continues to have the vision, the tree stump just gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. Like the, but at one point he's like I'm sorry, And it looks like an entire stump just an through an entire his tree chest. like, like a, a
0: oak wood is ripped like, through oh his chest. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, at first it's like here's a branch or here's a little light yeah. something to impale you and then it's like it's a lightning that hits the tree, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. As soon as she looks through the Bible and finds that so let's get to that because up until like 20 or so minutes left. It's a really so, good, effective horror so they, movie. So they leave. They decide to leave, and then it kind of just goes off the rails and it's like
0: it's, And they're like, it's fake. They don't feel good about because, it. Because, so what it is, is there's a video of the daughter, who is supposedly the possessed and haunted one, throwing things around the room, for which they had thought the room was destroyed by a spirit. So this show that she's actually doing these things. She's not possessed. She's the one throwing stuff around the room.
1: The mom tries to argue. How could a little girl flip a table and throw it across the kitchen?
0: Yeah, which
1: is a very good point.
0: Yeah. And then the
1: British Warrens are like, "You probably put her up to it. This is you probably rigged it somehow." Yeah. You and she's like, "Get out."
0: Pulleys and levers and yeah, She's, and she's like, just like, "Fuck you, get out of here." All of you, get
1: out of here. And yeah. they're upset at the Warrens because, like, throughout this whole time, the Warrens have been very like.
0: We got bowl, you. and they've we been got like you,
1: understanding and kind of sharing their experiences yeah, and stuff too. and then at the
0: drop of a dime they're just like "Whoops, well, fake fuck you so they, <laughs> they leave <laughs> they don't feel good about
1: leaving but they leave and while they're packing up to head out Patrick Wilson just drops all of their shit and like some tapes pop out and he looks at the tapes and looks back up and like looks at the tapes again with like a eureka moment and he's like Lorraine get all of the recording stuff out I think something might be actually going on there. And so they set everything up instantly he on gets this train. A hunch. I don't understand how slow this train must have been. Like, I don't know what transport was like in London in 1973. <laughs> but, like, the time it probably took to find their bags, get everything out, plug everything in, set everything up, listen to both tapes separately. Well, so
0: I thought they were home. No, they don't make They're still in London. Are they in London? So they're at a hotel they're or trying something. To, yeah,
1: they're trying to get on a train to go back to wherever they were staying to then leave. Yeah. And they don't even, the train doesn't even depart. Because they
0: do that in like a kitchen or some shit.
1: No, it's on the table in the train.
0: Oh, is it on the table yeah, on the in the train that they're doing that? Oh, I thought
1: that shit was in a kitchen. They're in the train. And he's like, we got to do And they do it so fast. So they play both tapes separately from like the recorded interviews with Bill Withers. And, Bill Wilkins. Oh, Bill Wilkins. Bill Withers. <laughs> Bill <geez>. Withers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill Wilkins. I got to say it like, I'm Bill Wilkins. Yeah. yeah. So they listen to both interviews back separately. And Patrick Wilson's like, I have a crazy idea because I saw those two tapes crossed on the floor. And he plays them both at the same time. And like the, the evil foreboding message instantly turns into help me. That this this thing, she won't let me go. I yeah. can't, she can't let me go. Help, Help me. me. She
0: won't let me go.
1: And they're like, I think something's controlling this. And then Lorraine Warren gets hit with the vision of the nun again and comes to find that she, the the nun, this demonic nun, has been pulling the strings the whole time. Yes. And is using Bill Wilkins to try to get to the girl. Yeah. To break the girl and to like basically claim her soul. Yes. And again, all of this happens before the train can depart because the next scene is they have somehow found one of the people they were working with, like one of the guys in London that is a paranormal investigator. And they're all in a car in a rainstorm hauling ass back to the house. And I just don't understand the time logic on that.
0: See, I thought it had maybe been the next day. I didn't I, know it was that night.
1: It's like they leave the house, get on the train, and yeah. Piece see, I thought they together. like
0: had like started talking about it, and then piece it together, and then they're on the train, and they get the final pieces together. It does like...
1: make some sense because what they mention is that <clears throat> this demonic nun must be so powerful that it clouds Lorraine's clairvoyant, pre- like her detector, basically. Yeah, because they mention when they're like trying to argue that it's not being faked. She's like, I just haven't felt anything. I don't yeah, know. I don't yeah. know what's she's happening.
0: Like, I haven't. My, my ghost star hasn't gone off yet. My Lorraine Tangle hasn't... Yeah. <laughs> you know, my spider and sensor. she's like, oh, she must have been... The nun must have been blocking it.
1: They've Yeah, they realized that. It's basically
0: since the nun uses Bill Wilkins as a proxy that that's why she's not able to detect it.
1: She just proxies... She dummies the IP address. Yeah, And then it's exactly. untraceable. Yeah. Um, so they go back and they get back and... At this point, the little girl is like full on possessed. Yeah. Has locked the entire family out of the house. Is like ripping the house in two. And Ed and Lorraine are like, we got to find a way in. We got to, we know what it is now. And Lorraine's like, but we don't know its name. We got to figure out its name so we can control it. Because if you know a demon's name, you have power. Yeah. And they're like, "What's the name. Which is
0: like a really shitty uh, deus ex machina for demons. You just got to know the name. Yeah.
1: So Ed breaks into the house, and she's like trying to get in. That's
0: your weakness. You're this all powerful evil entity, and your weakness is they figured out your name.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think too, a thing that is not good, not I shouldn't say not good, but is kind of weak is like they use the they get a lot of mileage out of her thinking he's going to die. Yeah. But the end of The Conjuring One is like a coda on their life that's like they fought spirits until he died in 2008 yeah <laughs> like, yeah
0: like that's yeah
1: and it's kind of like okay so he's i know not he's not gonna getting die. Impaled on anything here
0: yeah he didn't get impaled in 2008
1: so for me it was kind of a lot of like
0: did she outlive him she did yeah she did when did she die she's um, still alive i d- ghost i
1: don't think she's still alive ghost let's see Uh, she actually passed away last year, 2019. Oh shit. 92 years old. Wow. Ed passed away at age 80 in uh, 2006. Oh wow. And she died in 2019.
0: That's incredible that she was alive for that long. So
1: I just, it was a little odd because it dwelled on it a lot for me being like, I know this is going to be resolved. Yeah. But at the same time, I know that that's also probably like, Hey, she kept having visions of his death and it really kind of messed her up. And like, yeah caused a lot of problems um so he gets in and like the house is just like going crazy because it's just full of this possessed now he encounters every cupboard is fucking open he (laughs) he encounters everything from throughout the movie like all at once yeah he gets like the old man he gets the the crooked man he gets like blown back by something and then in a random outside knocking on the door trying to get in Lorraine just realizes that she knows the name. Yeah, and that the she reason she
0: scribbled it. She scribbled it she's like scribble carved.
1: She carved it into her Bible during the séance where she first met the nun during the Amityville the horror, horror Prelude. Yeah. And she's like, "I have to go get my Bible." And she goes and gets the Bible, and she like is flipping through it in the back seat of this car, and she's like, "V." It's like a letter carved on each page, and she goes, "It's Valak." And as she says it, lightning hits the tree and turns it into the thing that impales Yeah,
0: you see the, like, spike. And
1: she's like, oh, no. Ooh. And, yeah, she breaks back in. And one thing, too, that was, like, unsettling to me about the nun, because the nun is a creepy design.
0: And now remember, this is all supposed to be based on a true story.
1: It's probably like 95% true. Yeah. I would believe it. It's probably like 60% true. No, I'd believe it 100%. <laughs> if, if they were like this demon nun, it's got to be. Um, But like the nun design is pretty creepy. Every time she sees it and it like opens its mouth and it's just fangs and blood. Like I was like, it's yeah, a little unexpected. Yeah, it's right, like, I guess. It's just an unsettling I design. Don't,
0: I don't find the nun that spooky. It's an unsettling design. Like in real life, if I saw it, I'd be pretty fucking spooked out by it. But in the movie, it's it's kind of lame. It's like dead presidents with bad teeth.
1: I think the problem is you, if you see remember the, the movie Dead Presidents. You see the nun throughout the movie, but they don't explain its connection to anything until the last <laughs> twenty minutes. Yeah, and so you're kind of like, oh, okay, that's a little more. That makes a little more sense. Like there's like just a couple things here and there that it kind of misses on. But the ending, yeah, the ending just feels so tacked on. Given oh, one hundred percent.
0: Like you're, it's. It has to bring it back around to why they had the Amityville Horror intro, and that's exactly what it's doing. Yeah, is it's, it's like, oh, we're bring, oh, look, you know, she it subconsciously all.
1: carved its name into this Bible that it she just all keeps connects. With her. She know? just carries this Bible that's been all carved up, and yeah, unreadable essentially. Yeah,
0: Wait, I mean, but that also makes sense because they do have an entire room in their home filled with haunted keepsakes. Shouldn't the Bible be in that then? Maybe. But maybe she keeps it around because she's fucking clairvoyant and she knows these things are important. It's true. She knew that it was going to have the name of the demon. Which, <laughs> so the final showdown is um, the little girl is, like, flung out of a window. She, like, is about to, like,
1: jump out the window. Yeah, yeah She blows yeah. out all the glass and it cuts her face. And she stands on the edge and she, like, tries to fall forward. the Because she's full spike. possessed. Yeah. Onto the tree spike. And Ed grabs her. And, and starts to fall and grabs a curtain yeah. that is the strongest curtain I've ever seen in my yes, life. Yes, yeah. Because it, he's hanging onto it with his full body weight and with this girl, and it's one ring at a time is ripping clink, under clink, his weight. Clink, And he's like, ah, ah,
0: like, and like, it's so and. At the time, Lorraine comes running in and sees it, and sees it, and the nun is next to them.
1: Is just in the corner. Yeah, and she's like, "I gotta get to him," and she runs, and the nun like pops forward and just like screams. Yeah, and like
0: (laughs) boosts her back with like a sonic boom, blows her into the
1: wall, and there's all these crosses on the wall, and they all flip and 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 they're all rattling.
0: I know your name, demon. It's Valak. And I have dominion over you. And the
1: nun, when she's like, it's valid, the nun is like. "Eh, eh, eh, The nun is like, oh, fuck my
0: name. (laughs) It's a real little Fucking name. type of a moment. Yeah, it really is. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get you, Elaine Warren. Yeah, exactly. I'll get you, Ed Warren.
1: And it just drags her. So she gets exercised out of the home. Yeah, by her name. Lorraine full on hulks out, runs over, oh. grabs Ed. Well, the, you know the stories of oh of like adrenaline making you do crazy things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she is. She racked. deadlifts him and mm-hmm. the girl Janet back One into the One arm, just like boom. And they're like, okay, cool.
0: And then everything's and this, resolved. Everything's fine. Everything's a okay.
1: And it ended with like it ends with like another like. Hey, the Warrens did this for years, and this was one of the most publicized ghost stories ever.
0: And this one uh, actually ends with a sample of the possession, like the. I did like that. Yeah, yeah. you get like the real tapes and yeah, some photos. Yeah, it's like the little stuff. girl being like, ah, uh, mm-hmm. isn't it the actual like." Yeah, it's the actual interview tapes. Bill Wilkins, that stuff. Yeah, that stuff's kind of creepy. You
1: are your Ed. Yeah, yeah,
0: that stuff's kind of creepy, but also very like fakeable.
1: Yeah, and then in the seventies, it's a little yeah suspect, especially because like it's just the audio.
0: Yeah, and uh, it. I don't know. So kind of going into that, uh, talking about the spiritual aspect and all that. I personally don't believe in this stuff Mm -hmm. um i you know you're more than welcome to uh i think it's a bunch of malarkey i have had actual paranormal experiences in my life Mm -hmm. um like unexplainable shit and i still do believe that it's not real um that like in this realm so then i believe there might be an imprint of like energies or something that are left in the world that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, I was going to say that's, um, but I don't believe in this kind of spirit shit. So
1: then does that make these movies just not scary at all? To yes, you? that is very true. Like okay. I
0: possession, ghost stuff like that kind of stuff just doesn't frighten me all that much because I don't believe in it and I don't think it's a real, like, I think it's like, really undiagnosed mental health issues that like, mm-hmm. cause a lot of the places that you see these quote unquote possessions and the time periods that you see them are in a time where actual scientific development and things like that were hampered and not really brought to the forefront. Like, you know, this, the scientific notion of something over the fantastical notion was kept to the back burner. Yeah.
1: We need a good like 2018 possession story. Yeah. <laughs> like and the ones yeah. that you do
0: see are still in like, a lot of it's third-world countries or, you know, things like that where yeah. it is very guided, if you will, or just kind of made up and things like that. So that's, And I think a lot of the, what the Warrens did was – I it was sketch, you know? Like, it was very sketchy. It was sketchy, but the way the movies presents it, like – Is they were, like, these fucking saints.
1: Well, not only that, like – I believe that they would believe what they were doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. No one knew about mental health, mental illness. And
0: especially since the church was like, then
1: I, we
0: believe in you too.
1: I think the painting of them as like charlatans and con men is a bit misguided because I think if everyone was running off the same information and people were saying, Oh, this is fake. And they were saying, no, this is real. But it turned out to just be like a mental health thing that no one would have known. Like, no one would have known that. There's nothing that they're exploiting.
0: But they did exploit stuff for money.
1: Maybe. I'm just saying, like, to to say now... Like, it know, wasn't like
0: they did this stuff for free.
1: Hey, if the church was dropping bags <laughs>
0: for them, <laughs> um, That tax-free bag.
1: One thing, too, I wanna I want to talk about with these movies, because, like, they're not my favorites. They're not the scariest movies I've ever seen, but I do enjoy
0: them. I do really enjoy the second one.
1: And I think the reason I enjoy them is largely because of the dynamic between Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga.
0: Yeah, they are. They have
1: really good chemistry. Yeah. They're believable as a married couple.
0: Very that. So that's the big thing. And I do credit Patrick Wilson with this a lot. Because in a lot of movies where he is like a husband it's very believable that he's married to that person or that he's just like... He's, yeah, he's a good... He's like a husband character actor.
1: He's a really good (laughs) underrated actor. He is, yeah. I think that, you know, I just recorded... This movie he made with Kate Winslet called Little Children.
0: Oh, that is a dark fucking movie. I've heard it. I've never seen it. That is a very dark movie. And I saw
1: it was going to be on TV, and I was like, I'll record that. I'll watch that. Yeah,
0: it's a really good movie, but it is fucking dark.
1: I know. I know what it's about, and I'm like, okay. So I'm excited to check that out because he's he's one of those people that, like, whatever. Like, he's pretty good in comedy or in, like, these horror type things. Or
0: even, like, Watchmen. Like, he's Night Owl in Watchmen. He's, He's a
1: good part of that movie. Yeah,
0: which is not a lot. But
1: he yeah, you get like
0: he's very good at
1: conveying the emotions you need him to convey. And he has to
0: play off a Malin Ackerman in that movie too. So without telling you how he feels. Yeah.
1: Like you know what I mean? Like you don't get the overkill of like, oh, I'm just so mad. Like you just feel his emotions a little bit more.
0: Now there is the uh um uh what does he play? Fool's Russian (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah only fool i can't help falling in love with you yeah yeah you get that musical moment here where he like him and the rain are trying to help the family like, i think relax. that was
0: his like james i'll take buddy you can take a few bucks off the contract as long as i get to do this because there's an elvis biopic out there somewhere with my and name i want to be the first consideration for it
1: well it's funny too because it's not like he sounds bad he does a pretty good Elvis impression as he's he like does. doing it. No, like, it is actually very. And he good. is one of his big like early on movies was in the film version of Phantom of the Opera.
0: Was it? Yeah, with that the one from the, like the, the early Butler two thousands. Yeah. Oh, is he the like the one that isn't the Phantom? Exactly. Okay. And uh, the one like, that isn't Phantom. I don't
1: remember his name either. It's my <laughs> He's
0: non-Phantom guy, right? It's my girlfriend's favorite musical, and I don't remember the name. You know that one. Yeah, that
1: one. But uh, he's really good, and he's really good in this. Doo doo and Vera Farmiga is really good too. <laughs> they really doo 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 doo. <laughs> they strike a good balance. They play off each other well. You get the sense that like they love and appreciate each other. Yeah. Like, and I think that's probably like something that is key to this story, because in both movies, there's a lot of emphasis on like two more so than one. But there's a lot of emphasis on the two of them, like their characters each have moments where they tell the, the this other family, hey, I think it's the, Hogsons, the Hodgson's, they tell them, I felt really ostracized and left out, and people made fun of me, and they didn't believe me, and they gave me such a hard time, and I couldn't make friends, and then I found... My spouse and I married them, and they're the person that gets me, and I love them. And it, like they really hammer home that relationship, yeah, which tells me that that's probably something that was very foundational.
0: Oh, well, these movies are about the warrant to the
1: actual warrant. I yeah. mean, like it's clear to see how much those two people loved each other, yeah, and, like
0: in movies like this, that's not often the case. I mean that we know of from these movies interpretation of the relationship because they could have just fucking hated each other yeah. and just stayed together because they were the Warren. They were the brand. Was their yeah. Got to yeah. keep the brand strong. Yeah.
1: No, I just, I've, I really think that that's what elevates these movies is at the core of it, you have this relationship between the two of them. Yeah.
0: And that's very much what, these movies are about though too is like it's it like is, you have
1: to see, you see this relationship tested and pushed yeah and you see like what their faith and what their teamwork and partnership can do yeah and, and i think that's fucking demons that's what sets it apart and i think that might be what the other movies are missing which is yeah which is why i think out of all the movies i've watched in the conjuring universe now the annabelle comes home is still topped top shelf
0: and i think so and i think that's why two is better than one because when they really like Crank it into overdrive and are just like, let's just let's bring out the ghosts. Here Fucking comes do everything it. this yeah. house is possessed it, now. It really pays off more than when it tries to be uh, I guess singular in its haunting, if you will,
1: yeah. And I get like you have to start somewhere and build up to it. As, yeah, like, with Conjuring one, like it was all about establishing the mood and establishing them as people and their characters and everything and now that we know who they are and we've seen it so there's a third movie coming out i actually before we get out of here i wanted to read you the description of it because it sounds absolutely awesome
0: you still it's a tight song dude
1: it is it's a catchy 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 jingle uh so conjuring three the devil made me do it was supposed to come out this year but got pushed September, back September, to- it got pushed back to june 2021
0: that's bullshit
1: so here's the description that uh, Warner Bros. a New Line released about it. it says the conjuring the devil made me, me do with it. That script reveals a chilling story of terror, murder, and unknown evil that shocked even experienced real life paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren one of the most sensational cases from their files it starts with a fight for the soul of a young boy then takes them beyond anything they've ever seen before to mark the first time in u.s history that a murder suspect would claim demonic possession as a defense Hmm. and that sounds wild that sounds
0: pretty fun but he only kills one person
1: i don't know it's so it's a story by james wan and produced by james wan but he did not direct it oh wow it's uh, Michael Chaves, who actually did The Curse of La Llorona.
0: Okay, that was, it wasn't like poorly directed. It just wasn't a good movie. It,
1: I, it, I will say that it has me a little worried.
0: The, I think that movie just suffered from a weak script, if anything. Yeah. It was a
1: little, little, little empty. It was a little like, it was, which is a shame because I really like Linda Cardinalini. Yeah. And I thought it was cool to see her in the lead of a
0: movie. Yeah. Um, she but, gets iced at the end of it, doesn't she? No. No? No. Oh. Uh, but I was really, like, I was like disappointed that,
1: with how many... Uh, like, that movie was just jump scares. Yeah. was just it, nonstop sudden jump and scares. And that story
0: provides so much potential.
1: And I, I'm i a little concerned to think that that's what's going to seep into this third Conjuring. Yeah. Because these, these first two, watching them back, like, it's clear that atmosphere and mood and tension come over like the jump scares mm-hmm. because when you build that successfully you can kind of just make anything scary yeah you can make like the anxiety of thinking something's coming scarier than whatever would actually and happen i think that's
0: what james wan personally does like himself does best
1: yeah i agree i think that's when insidious is at its best i think it's the tension is what makes saw so interesting yeah you like you know you kind of know what's coming it's inevitable but at and the same time, t- like.
0: T- saw is more gore porn
1: yeah but i mean like the tension of like is this dude gonna really cut his foot off yeah okay the first one the
0: first one actually does have that's yeah that's what i'm referring to it's like two and the rest are just
1: straight torture porn yeah and uh, let's
0: push him in a needle pit (laughs) basically
1: (laughs) one of these syringes is the cure and one of them is acid yeah (laughs) reach your
0: hand in these razor blade boxes
1: Find a key. One key unlocks a bomb. The other key unlocks your shackle. Like, I don't know.
0: The key's in your neck. Cut it out.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, like, I, I'm i a little worried that this third one now is going to kind of take the form of... La Llorona where it's like here's a bunch of jump scares and it's not Spooky, gonna,
0: spooky, spooky. It,
1: yeah, jump. we're we're not gonna emphasize like structure and, and yeah, subtlety as much. Yeah. yeah. Nuance.
0: Well, and also at this point you know the Warren characters and it's not like this murderer demon possessed person who killed someone is who you want to get to know. Oh, you know what? Also, well if it's a kid they're gonna want
1: to make the kid sympathetic. So you're gonna get like 20 minutes of the kid's family life.
0: That's fair. There was a poster for it that I saw that was, like, a grown-ass person hanging from a bridge.
1: Oh, cool. So
0: I can't imagine it was a kid.
1: No, probably not. I think it's, like, it possesses a kid and then moves on, and then the kid vouches for it. I don't know. See, it's just,
0: like, one murder. That's kind of weak. I need multiple murders.
1: Well, the first two don't have, like, any murders.
0: No, they don't.
1: They're very murderless.
0: But if this is going to have a murder, it needs, like, one brutal murder. Who knows? Like Maybe you gotta see be. the murder. Well, actually no, two starts out with a person murdering their entire family.
1: But it's just a recounting. It's not
0: like <laughs> <laughs> Um You were talking about how horrific that scene was at the beginning. So it cool. now it's now it's just a recounting. Yeah, it was cool. Oh, all right. Uh, you know, it's pretty it's pretty creepy. It's you and know, pretty it's, gr- it's you unsettling. know brutal. Oh no, this all right.
1: before I forget too. If, um
0: Jesus Christ, all these before I forget.
1: Yeah, I just things pop into my head. I'm sorry. Patrick Wilson. Is like low key jacked. Like you could tell he's like cut and like works out very like a lot because yeah, there's, there's all these scenes where he's like, there's the one where they're on there, they do the TV interview at in the beginning where the guy wants to call them out and say yeah, that it's all muscles fake. are just rippling. Well, he takes off his jacket and he's like, oh, and he like flexes as he's taking off his jacket. Then there's another scene where he's fixing stuff in a t shirt and he's like, oh, and I was like, no paranormal investigator has time to like
0: go bench probably bike. all the time in the world how much paranormal investigation do you have out there
1: I, it seems like they're pretty well, I,
0: okay you know what there's like eight seasons of ghost adventures you so know,
1: right there's always stuff to investigate <laughs> yeah it just it struck it like stood out to me like oh this is definitely like yes this i believe is, I, like i believe that the, like him in this character his muscles
0: very, really stood out to you
1: well no it's more like
0: washboard abs
1: no no it's more like the suspension of disbelief is like, okay, I'm definitely watching a movie. Like, this is definitely an act. Ed Warren was not.
0: But dude, look at Zach. All right, not to go back to Ghost Adventures, but Zach Baggins is fucking yoked.
1: I'm, I'm not going to argue <laughs> the the merits of Ghost Adventures versus The Conjuring. Look, they're the when most legit
0: ghost hunters out there right now. They're
1: what we have. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Be what, we, so, what we asked for, but they're what we have. All those fucking
0: clowns at Ghost Hunters.
1: Uh, so, really, all is of the this- Is Ghost Hunters even on TV anymore? Ghost Adventures?
0: Whatever. You know it is. It is? Travel Channel, bro. No, 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 no. The other one, the Ghost Hunters. Oh, I don't know. Remember, it's Ghost Adventures and Ghost Hunters.
1: I don't care. If there's no Baggins, there's no There's no show.
0: So, if Ghost Hunters isn't on and Ghost Adventures is on, obviously, who won? Mr. Muscles won.
1: It's Zach Baggins.
0: So, Patrick Wilson's body, continue. No, that's all. I was just going to You don't want to objectify him anymore? No, I think we've done enough. Did uh, you see the bulge?
1: No. <laughs> Big donger no there's no there's no dong
0: no, no. that's what he beat valak with
1: <laughs> nah let's get out of here before this yeah no started.
0: that's the part of the movie that we you forgot that where he just whips out his, he's got like this massive 12 inch wiener and he just hits the ghost right in the face with it and the ghost is like oh fuck i've been defeated it burns the ghost like a cross yeah like, like exactly water across And she's like, I know your name, it's Valak He's like, oh fuck, you hit me in the face with your dick And you know my name? I'm out My two weaknesses
1: How did you know? Fuck Um, so, I guess I'll I'll ask you this (laughs) Would you recommend Hit
0: that ghost in the face with my dick? (laughs) No Maybe Would would you recommend Probably wouldn't do as much damage, but, you know
1: I would not go anywhere near that ghost With those razor sharp bloody teeth (laughs) Looking like a shark mouth Um, no, would you recommend The Conjuring and Conjuring Two? Oh yeah, or Annabelle Comes Home. You have time to watch one.
0: Uh, Annabelle Comes Home Oh, Conjuring uh, Two. Yeah, because Annabelle Comes Home really has a soft spot in my heart.
1: Annabelle Comes Home is like you it's get a all the
0: tight, ch- it's a tight hour and a half.
1: You get all the charm of the Warrens.
0: You get the Warrens just a little bit. I think it's at the end. The beginning and the end. The beginning and the end, but you get what you come to the Warrens for, and that's all the spooky dookie shit. Exactly, and that is just like I said. It's that movie is the last thirty minutes of Ghostbusters one, where the EPA is like, "No, we're turning this machine off," and all the ghosts get out. Like,
1: if you want, like, to
0: just cut the trim the fat, just watch the best stuff. Just go
1: Conjuring 2 into Annabelle Comes Home. And you're done. And you're pretty set.
0: Did you see that rumor that, that was quelled very quickly that Annabelle escaped? <laughs> Broke out? Yeah. yeah, dude. I saw that. I was like, no, what? The memes that came out about yeah. that were
1: incredible. They were pretty
0: fantastic. I
1: could not believe. I was dying at some of them. Yes. Uh, if you have not seen that, look that up.
0: Annabelle it, Comes Home as well as Annabelle memes.
1: Annabelle memes are they're incredible. Fire they, but yeah, they like quelled that in like ten minutes. <laughs> like, any no, 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 no.
0: Uh, any parting thoughts?
1: No, I think we we covered all of it. Too exceeded all. my expectations. I will not lie. When I saw it was two twenty, I was very like, "Well, shit, this is gonna really be a slog."
0: It's not. It gets you through it.
1: It it hums. Yeah, not it up until the
0: like, honestly, the last twenty minutes are part of the only part that really drags its ass.
1: And it's odd because like it. it it's everything m- most action
0: packed portion of the movie too
1: everything develops quickly it just doesn't fit with the rest of the feel of the movie yeah is really the issue it
0: just doesn't the beginning and the end and somehow they're tying each other into one another so yeah
1: exactly um but yeah i think that's all i got any you anything else
0: um no i think that's about it
1: cool so then Uh. we will uh we will go ahead and get out of here thank you guys for listening uh you find us as always twitter and instagram is just at heiferbrew or shoot us an email at Mailbag at gmail.com and uh let us know if you know if you have thoughts on the conjuring franchise or any of these any anything you think it gets right gets wrong anything you wish that they would do just let us know we'll read it on here we'll go over it all and it'll be fun
0: yeah so- yeah definitely <laughs>
1: Thanks, you guys, uh, and we'll see you soon.
0: And remember, get to know uh, your local demon's name just in case it decides to take over anybody in your family or friends. So just, you know, get to know your local demons.